This podcast is brought to you by our funders, Building Better Homes, Towns and Cities and Puranga Kura Māori Research Centre. E te tī, e te tā, nau mai piki mai ki tēnei i pāho ara ko he whare mō wai. This episode features Raniera Pene, who is passionate about improving social and economic well-being of Māori, as well as inspiring Fano to pursue their definition of rangatiratanga and manamotuhaketanga. Raniera will be discussing his experience of buying a house through shared equity. He also talks about the struggles he encountered on his journey to home ownership and the shared equity scheme that helped him reach his goal. Tēnā areareta mai. Tēnā koutou e areare taringa mai ana ki tēnei i pāho ara ko he whare mō wai tēnā. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, e hoa mā, whānau mā, uh, to our podcast series, He Whare Mō Wai, which is about uh, discussing rangatahi uh, pathways to secure adequate housing or kainga. Today, I have the honour and the privilege of introducing our guest, um, the extraordinaire, the brother Raniera Pene, who is here with us today to talk about home ownership and his aspirations um, for kainga and rangatahi. No reira, tēnā koe e wā. Kia to be here. <laughs> so, tēnā, uh, whakamohio mai, ko wai koe, nō whea koe. Um, he maha o ki iwi, nō te taitoki rau a hau, uh, nō Ngāti Whātua, nō Ngāpuhi, um, no Waikato hoki, Nati Maniopoto, Nati Mahuta, no Tiarua, uh, Rangi Tiaurere, uh, no Te Tairawhiti hoki ahau, um, Nati Pro. Um, yeah, and those relationships uh, come quite in handy during the holidays. Always seem to have a lot of places to uh, reside at uh, when you're travelling around the Motu. Um, so blessed to come from a whole lot of areas around Aotearoa. Che, mene hoa. Che, lucky, all right. Um, Tell us, what mahi um, are you doing at the moment? So currently I'm pretty blessed to be working for my own iwi. Uh, so that's under Te Runanga Ngāti Whātua. And like most Māori organisations, uh, you get given a whole range of different jobs and one day is not the same as the other. <laughs> um, but primarily a lot of my mahi involves maintaining relationships with um, external agencies, government agencies, um, ensuring we've got a lens on Te Tiriti Waitangi and especially equity. Mm, awesome. So our podcast series um, is about uh, pathways for rangatahi to secure adequate housing or kainga. Um, can you tell us what your current housing circumstances are? So I had an aspiration quite early and I knew I wanted to be a homeowner. Um, June 2020, I was able to make that um, aspiration a reality. So I'm a homeowner and I live in Pūnui Park, which isn't too far away from Manukau bus station. Um, so that's where I reside. So I've been a homeowner for just over two years. Wow, congratulations. Wow, that's amazing, Ehoa. Um, 
what was your housing circumstances like growing up? Like, did you have many whānau who owned homes? Was that something that was common in your community or your hapuri? Mum and Dad, I th- they, they were homeowners for a while, and then they shifted down to Rotorua, uh, made a lifestyle change. Um, but growing up, uh, I lived in a three intergenerational whare uh, on, on both sides of my whānau, so quite honoured that both of my, 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 my parents' parents were residing in Māngiri, and so um, some days I'll be at one of my grandparents' whare, the other day, next day I'll be at my other grandparents' whare, and so um, intergenerational living is, is sort of a way that I've been raised up in. Um, grandparents, my parents, uh, me, my cousins, um, and we were raised that way, um, so much to the point where like your cousins are, are more like your brothers and your sisters. Mm. So that's the sort of relationship that I've been privileged to have and I, and I do say that's a privilege because not many people have that opportunity to be raised like that. So I am a product of that intergenerational living um, and I really have seen the value of living like a village. Yeah, I love that, Ehua. Um And I love too that we share that connection of living in Māngere and, you know, tamaki ki te tonga, south side hard, you know. <laughs> I love that. Um, would you say then that Māngere is your tūranga waiwai or your kāinga? Or? I have a strong tie to all areas of South Auckland. Um, Māngere and Manirew in particular, I've had a lot of whānau who've been, um, who I've been raised with in those two areas. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of the, you know, when I walk in between these communities, they're the faces that I am familiar with. Um, a lot of the places I have memories in those places, so very much South Auckland is my home. Mm. Um, what inspired you, Ehua, to pursue home ownership? Like many rangatahi think home ownership is like the be or in or like kotera te padekiretanga, you know, that is, you know, the, the ultimate goal in life. Is, do you feel like that was a goal for you? Or? I think at a young age, um, I was lucky enough to have done a bit of financial literacy in high school. And so I took an economics class in year 10. And you learn a lot of these flash kupu, like uh, supply and demand, <laughs> opportunity, cost, era, era kupu pakia. Um, but I think what it taught me is um, discipline with finances um, and what opportunities they can bring out in your life. And so at a young age, I, I had that aspiration that I did want to become a homeowner. And so that helped me quite earlier on to be disciplined about how I spend my resources, knowing that, you know, if you spend your money on this, then you're not going to be able to get that. Um, mm-hmm. So you're always being weighed up with two options all the time. And so there was a point in my life, I think, when I got out of high school and I actually set the age, like, okay, by 30, I want to be, be a homeowner. Wow. Um, and I had a few other goals at that age too. And so unconsciously, um, that goal was kind of unfolding before me. Mm. And so by the time I reached 30, homeowner. Nice. Um, so, yeah, and I'm really blessed to be able to be a homeowner. And that was this definitely an aspiration. And I think what actually unfolded uh, when I became a homeowner was, yeah, there was a great impact for myself. Um, but to see the impact that it had on my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I had cousins coming over who helped me move into my new whare, and they were more excited about the house than I was. You know? <laughs> and what I actually saw is that my success was also their success. 
Hmm. And then I actually saw my cousins having conversations like, man, if that fella can do it, then we can, yeah. you know? And so I didn't realize going into this that my journey was also going to be a journey for the rest of my family and that my success actually opened up their vision to see that they can do this also. Mm. So I think, yeah, the house is one thing, but the even bigger thing was that um, I was able to inspire my father to get on the hurae um, and to really believe that they can achieve that. Yeah, I love that intergenerational wealth and, you know, inspiration. Um, and I remember actually early on when you got your whare, me and Kelly yeah. got to come in and, and help install those mata, which are awesome. I'm not going to ask how they're Kill going. <laughs> we won't go there. Um, but um, just I, I remember you and, and it was like you were glowing, you know, and having achieved achieve that um, goal for yourself um, was amazing. Would you say for rangatahi out there who think that home ownership is the be all in all, is uh, you know their paneki de tanga, their you know the success? Um, would you say that that's uh, what it's been like for you? I guess everyone's definition of success differs. Mm. I think for me, when I became a homeowner, I definitely felt a whole range of emotions. You know. Um, the fact that, you know, I was able to be, you know, a homeowner in a place like Auckland where we know the house prices are crazy, the cost of living is crazy. And for me to be this, you know, this young Māori, to be able to do that, um, I think that was success. Um, so, you know, the house is one thing, but I think it's the triumph over all the other things that were going on at the time. And for me to be one of those people who actually were able to demonstrate to our rangatai, look, you know, despite all of these things that are going on, uh, you can find a hurahi for success, whatever that looks like to you. Yeah, and I guess you touched on some of the the things that I was going to, um, you know, you touched on my next question, which is what are some of the barriers or perceptions that you faced in your home ownership journey or some of the perceptions that you think other rangatahi um, face in securing adequate housing? Like you mentioned being... Uh, Māori, uh, rangatahi, rangatahi Māori, and you know, being from um, Southside. What are some of the other barriers that you experienced? Yeah, I think, you know, financial literacy, as I talked about earlier, that's not really seen as a priority in our school curriculum. And so I think, um, in that sense, you know, these aren't necessarily the conversations that we have on our talking tables in our marae, in our in our in our own Māori kainga. A lot of it's centered around to do to white politics, tikanga Māori, tanga, which is still very, very good. Um, but we don't have those conversations, and those are the, I think, those sort of skills or knowledge uh, things that can help us understand how to create that pathway for ourselves. So I think, yep, um, being Māori is a challenge. Um, you know, being raised in Tamaki, knowing how um, significant the the housing prices are, the cost of living is. Um, but I think most importantly, it's about you preparing your mindset. Like mm. that's actually the biggest journey of it all. Mm. And so if you can start to get to a space where you believe that home ownership with, is within your grasp, then you actually, you can find where your titiro and you start to see all the other opportunities and they actually come to you. Mm. Um, so I think for me, um, and I think that's, you know, my whakapono has played a bit of a role in this. Um, it has opened me to the belief that, you know, anything is possible mm. if you truly believe it. And so I think 
you know, koto te hongara rangatai koto e mataki taki mayani te niwa. Um, it starts with your belief, belief in yourself, and belief in your aspirations. Mm, mindset. Mm, I love that. Um, in your journey to secure home ownership, what is the pathway that you took? Like, if you to rangatahi who are listening to um, this ipaho, what are the steps that you took um, to, you know? Get your fare, or at least prepare your mindset, or prepare your yourself or your fano. Yeah. So um, I attended a home ownership kopapa wānanga workshop, and that was at Manirua Marae, and it was done in partnership with New Zealand Housing Foundation, and they shared a little bit about the pathways that they have to help uh, fano to get into housing. And so I took this hurahi with them. They helped you understand, you know, how do you clean up your financials? Um, what are the expectations of the bank? What expectations you should have of yourself? Uh, because you are committing to something that's long term and you need to be mindful of that. Um, so all of these sorts of things, getting your ducks in a row, um, getting your financials clean, understanding that um, you're in this for the long run. That's really, really important. Um, and so I think you know, understanding all of that stuff, getting myself prepared for that, um, then set the pathway for me to be where I am now. So I am in a um, shared equity whare. Um, that's how I was able to get this, um, the whare that I'm in now. Um, so I currently own 60%, and over every year, you buy back a little bit of a percentage of the whare um, off New Zealand Housing Foundation. Um, and so that was sort of the pathway that helped me, whakatinana, that aspiration that actually started Years ago. Yeah. So get to a home ownership wānanga. Yeah. Um, clean up your financials and find a pathway that is suitable for you. Mm. You touched on, um, you know, the shared home equity scheme, but can you just tell um, those who are listening, what is a shared home equity scheme? Not many people know about it, but we know that it's on the rise because that's one of the only ways that rangatahi or, um, you know, those of us in Tamaki are able to secure home ownership because deposits are high, um, interest rates are high. So what is a shared home equity scheme? Yeah, so um, my understanding is that you're going into a whare and you're, you're partnering with um, other people. Um, in this instance, this was with New Zealand Housing Foundation. And so I purchased 60% of the whare and they purchased 40% of the whare. And so when I went for my bank loan, I was only going in um, seeking 60% um, of the total price of the house. And so over a period of time, I have an opportunity to buy 5% of the whare back every year. And so over period of maybe eight to ten years um, I'll be a full homeowner and mm. so that's actually quite an awesome huarahi to go through because firstly most importantly get yourself on the ladder once you're on the ladder everything else gets a little bit easier so did they help with the house price and also the deposit um, so I had to cover my piece of my deposit um, so I went in getting 60% and so I had to provide 20% of that 60% of the house okay. and so that's pretty much how we did that yeah mm. nice and do you know many other rangatahi who are on that scheme yeah so 
I actually got a, a, a few mates that live on the same road as me. <laughs> so Kirimangu is one of them. Yeah, nice. So she went in on the same situation, I believe. And I think Ayla went in the same way. Oh, um, so I loved Ayla's story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So quite a few people have gone through the whole shared equity um, process. And a lot of people, I mean, there might be some people that have a wanga wanga, you know, there's a certain percentage that's owned by someone else. But again, um, you have that opportunity to slowly buy the rest back. So was it hard for you to get the deposit? Did it take you long? Did you have any support? I think that's where the financial literacy came in. So I I kind of learned how to be a tighter squad really. <laughs> What's uh, that now? <laughs> uh, yeah. See, I've got yeah. problems with my spending now that I've got a funny. Yeah. So, yeah, it really taught me that, you know, you've got a decision every time when you pull that card out whether you purchase that thing or not. Um, and so being aspirational quite early is important because being aspirational means that you know where you're going in the pathway and that your actions need to mirror what that future looks like for you. Yeah. And so very much uh, there is discipline required, um, but a lot of that can be made easier by building your competency, building your understanding about how um, finances work um, and means, mean, making sure that you're constantly reminding yourself of that hurahi. So there's a bit of behavior changes that may need to happen uh, for our whanau to get there. Um, but that can also be done by growing your awareness, um, building your knowledge, and also speaking with people who have already been through that pathway. Mm. Uh, so I had a lot of conversations with friends and whanau who have been through that hurahi of home ownership. And you know, I was able to learn a lot of their mistakes so I don't have to make them. Awesome, Eho, because from experience too, um, you know, securing uh, our whenua, the deposit was probably one of the hardest things. So I love that you said, be a tight ass or be frugal <laughs> with your boots, yeah? Delay the gratification yes, right. and get the mātauranga. Eh? Right. Yeah. I find too with a lot of rangatahi, especially when we come out of um, kura and we, we get jobs and, you know, we get a, t- but a taste of that student allowance yeah. and those iwi scholarships, we, we can get a little bit um, frivolous. And so being a little bit um, tighter with our putia, making sure we're, we're putting some away for some of our goals is probably better in the long run, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you? What are some of the highlights of the journey so far? So when I became a homeowner, that was like right in the thick of COVID, wow. um, and so you know we we went into our first lockdown in March twenty twenty, and I became a homeowner uh, that same year, June twenty twenty. Uh, there were some benefits to it uh, because the interest rates were pretty low, mm. uh, so that was a positive. Um, I, I do say I had a bit of I had a bit of luck um, on the journey. Uh, you know, I call it luck, but um, you know there were some situations where um, uh, the bank told me, you know, look, I ain't got enough. You know, I still need a little bit more, and so I worked on it. Um, and you know, because you know, tipuakeo lotinga ngameo te fakapono, and so he tonu atu kitaku kaihanga just you know just to create a hurahi for me um and then not long after i had someone knock on my door offering me a contract the exact amount of money that was needed for the no way score so that was choice 
um, and then the hura he opened for me. Yeah. Um, so I think those are some of the highlights um, and being able to become a homeowner at that particular point in time. One of the stink things, I guess, but you know, good for myself, but stink for everyone else is that over the last two years, um, having owned that home, the equity on the whare has like increased significantly. Wow. Um, so I understand like, you know, how privileged I am. And so I think that is one of the messages that I do share with our rangatai that um, the best time to get on the property ladder is always now, mm-hmm. always now. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, the highlights being, you know, uh, being able to get through a lot of those barriers to becoming a homeowner. But the biggest thing uh, was to see the um, impact that it had on my whanau. Mm, I love that. If you could share some tips or drop some kōrero on these rangatahi that are listening, uh, what would be your like three top tips Okay. for home ownership? Yep, yep. Three top tips. I can probably like, you know, say some practical stuff. So, you know, a lot of our rangatai, they're into like things like, you know, vision boards um, and, you know, all that stuff. That's actually, start there. Like get your aspirations down on a piece of paper. Mm. Um, find ways to actually make remind yourself of those things visually all the time. Whether you're putting pictures on your phone, whether you're putting pictures on your wall, um, any way in which you do that, you, need to, you actually need to program your subconscious so that you are always aware of what's going on. Yeah, you know, I don't. You know, most people won't talk about that sort of stuff, um, but believe me, that's actually really, really important. Yeah. Um, so that actually does program your subconscious, and you and you start to realize that a lot of the conversations you're having, a lot of the opportunities start coming your way purely because you've opened yourself up and you've made yourself more aware of what that aspiration is. Well, is, um, is is looking like for you. So, first advice that I do give to our rangatai, uh, start with the vision board. Make sure that you're very clear on what you want. Be consistent about reminding yourself of that vision every single day. Um, and make sure you're having so make sure you're having conversations with whānau, with friends who have already been through that journey because you do need to prepare yourself for it. Um, just like people who go and get, you know, tāmoko or pūhoro or kauai, before they go through that process, they're in wānanga about the journey. And so you actually need to sit with people who have already been through that process before and go into that wānanga space as well because it very much is about you preparing yourself mentally, spiritually, physically, all of that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, those sorts of things, um, the vision board, having those wānanga with your friends and your whānau, and a bit of, um, you know, financial literacy might help too. Because yeah, that's so important, eh, because you, we've had to make sacrifices, just the hustle to get that deposit, right? Mm-hmm. Being frugal and being having to say, like, we can't go to that prafano or we can't go to that tangi because we just have to put that bit aside for mm-hmm. the deposit. With What kind of sacrifices um, did you make in yeah. order to... You know, get that that deposit. Mm. That's actually quite a big one, and I think that's where the whole conversation around discipline comes into play. You've always got two options on the table: whether you want that gratification now, or you want that long-term aspiration. Which is why I say the whole thing about getting your vision boards, getting your aspirations down on paper, and reminding yourself all the time of that aspiration. The reason why is because you need to do that 
because you're going to come into situations where the bros are like, hey, that's us this weekend. <laughs> oh, Let's no, go. the red card. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so they're like, okay, you know, we're going to go spend all of our money this tonight. Um, but because you've programmed yourself, you're already prepared for those um, temptations that come to you. Sounds like manifesting. It is. Right? Yeah, 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 seeing, believing, and then yeah. manifesting. Yeah, yeah. So you have to embody that stuff. You actually have to become the homeowner before you actually become the homeowner. Yeah. So, like you know, oh, you know, this stuff can sometimes... Fake it so you yeah, make yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you have to actually wear that in order to assume it. You yeah. know? know that you've got it in your hands right now and it will slowly come to you. Mm. Yeah, you know, This is stuff they won't teach you in the classroom, but it's really important. I know, right. And I feel like that's where some of our rangatai are being failed. You know, so we're not learning these important life skills. You know, like I, there was this joke when I used to go to St. Joe's that we... Um, Joe's girls couldn't cook because um, we never got taught <laughs> how to cook at, at boarding school, or like we didn't get taught how to um, it could have how to vote, mm. or uh, you know how to do insurance and maintain a fadir and you know all those sorts of things. Mm. How to maintain um, good health and well being. Yeah. Home ownership is definitely one that needs to be on there, right? Definitely. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, even thinking about the pathway of home ownership, because it is a journey, there are barriers, there are hurdles. Um, but then I think about some of those stories that you've shared with me about, you know, Happy and mm. what he had to go through in order to get here. Oh, know? he was an underdog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? yeah. And so very much a lot of us are Māori, we are underdogs. If you think about the whole situation of the economy right now, we very much are underdogs. And you need to lean on those stories like Hape and how he actually got here. Um, or the likes of Pōtato Te Whero Whero and the reason why all of our tūpuna formed the Kingitanga. Um, and all of those sorts of stories tie into us. Today we can actually find strength and resilience and inspiration for what they did to benefit our lives today. Yeah, and I can't agree with you more, Ehoa. I always say like our solutions lie uh, in our pūrāko and our, and our tūpuna stories, you know, uh, sources of resilience and, and strength and, and tenacity and, and courage. And so I think that point is so important. Like when we are faced with the sh- challenge of having to decide whether or not I will go out tonight or I'll buy those um, really nice shoes or say stay home and save that bit of putia to go towards your deposit or your home ownership goals or when we're constantly told we're too young we can't afford a whare or we can't even maintain a whare or you know the experiences that rangatahi have with racism in um, securing tenancies or home ownerships i love that you mentioned that those puraka and those stories are sources of resilience for us and have you found yourself having to do that in your home ownership journey there have been some instances and there have been some points where I have felt that, you know, my ingoa Māori has been something that I've had to navigate. And I know this is the reality for a lot of people. And I have heard stories um, from friends and whānau um, who have struggled to get um, rentals, um, to find secure housing because uh, the, the landlords, they see a Māori name on the paper and then they, you know, and then not long after, you know, someone else, you know, Mandy or or mm. Karen or Keith's got the party and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's it. I need other black skunks. No. <laughs> you have too many parties. Yeah, that is funny. Dangerous, dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think, yeah, some of those things, um, 
But I think we are slowly um, evolving. Mm. You know, there is a new generation in Aotearoa um, that is becoming more consciously aware of the importance of our Māori tanga. And, you know, I've been having conversations with a lot of people recently about Te Tiriti o Waitangi and that we should not be afraid of that document because it's not an issue of racism. It's an issue of nationalism. And when you start looking at that document properly, you start to see solutions for the economy, solutions for the environment, solutions for pretty much every single issue that exists within the community. Mm. Because once you get that right, you actually get everything else right within Aotearoa. Oi, tika, tika. Um, going back to Aotearoa, what does your ideal kainga or papa kainga uh, uwhare look like? Like, is the whare that you are now your dream whare? I would say that most definitely it's 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 the first step that I needed. Um, to be honest, my biggest aspiration is to be able to house my parents and get them a whare. Um, so they currently live in Rotorua, and so that's my biggest dream. You know, mm-hmm. I can never say, um, you know, repay them or, you know, give back or, or, or whatever. You know, all the things that they've done for me in my life. But what I can do is say thank you to them and ensure that I allow them to enjoy the best life that they have while they're still here. And so for me, my mind is thinking now, you know, how do I create that aspiration for my parents, you know, Mm. uh, for bringing me into this world, for making me who I am, uh, for teaching me all the things that they've taught me, both good and bad. Um, My aspiration for Kainga going forward is actually for them. Yeah, so you're going to use that equity to buy a new house? (laughs) Jesus is recording, they might be listening. (laughs) No, I love that. I love that, Ewa. How do you think that your housing circumstances impact your well-being? Or why do you think, um, like, our housing circumstances are important to rangatahi? well-being i think security is definitely one thing i think also for like like i say you know it's hard to always think about yourself so when i first became a homeowner i kind of made it aware to my family look look if you're ever out at night time and you've got nowhere to stay this is this is the place that you come Mm. to um and so i had to kind of slowly like tone that down a bit because some of my whanau would come and then start a party in the back of the house and then get complaints from the neighbors the next day um, but you know, you know, here pirina, you know, we'll you know, and so those are some of the things that I that I really love. Um, that my, you know, my my success is not my success at all. Really, it's, it's my success for my whanau. and I'm so happy that I have a place that I can where I can house friends, I can house whanau whenever I want to, mm-hmm. and they don't have to worry about you know going down to the hotel. You know, mum and dad when they come up to Tamaki, I've got a place for them to stay. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Penny Homestead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Park. Yeah. Oh, me never. Um, I think we're coming to the end of our corridor. It's been so rich, um, so heartwarming. Last Patai, what is your vision for housing or kainga for Rangatahi? I'd love for us to re-indigenize the way that we think about housing. So I think about this whole kaupapa of turning 21, kaupapa pāgea tēnā, ki tāgumoyo. And so I always say that. 
I even said it at my 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 sister's twenty first. Um, and so I think about that whole kopapa of the 21st and how that deconstructs the way that we've thought about whānau in our communities. You get your 21st key, that's your doorway to freedom, see you later, get out of the house. Mm. That's actually counter to how we live. We live with our grandparents, we live with our parents, we live with our cousins, we live with our siblings. That's how we live. But we started to take on these ideologies that promote individualism which is very much against how we are in our, in our DNA and our fabric as Māori. We live in villages. Um, and so that koro, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to also look at how we can address these issues with housing. So I think the biggest aspiration that I have for our rangatai is to get them to realise that in our indigenous ways of being and thinking and living is the solution for housing in Aotearoa and in Tamaki Makaurau, which is why I say to Tiri Te Waitangi, it's not an issue of racism, it's an issue of nationalism. And when we start to look at Tiri Te Waitangi in the right context, you'll see the solution for every single issue, every single issue in Aotearoa. Boom, Fano, you heard it here. Wow, you heard um, re-indigenise the way that we think about housing. We heard be fugal or be a tenas when it comes to saving for that deposit. Sacrifices, okay, if we're thinking about the long-term goal, which for you was home ownership. Do your rangahou, get that matauranga, and prepare your mindset and your whanau, put that support system, that korowai around you to be able to achieve those goals. And I love to, and I think this is my end point, that Monga Gauri Fakatupu Tetake to support your whanau, to uh, you know the home ownership and the ripple effects that that has had on you is going to benefit your parents and for you to be able to you know um, show some appreciation for you know the things that they've done to your upbringing mm. and to inspire your sisters and your whanau and those around you. And I think that's just the most beautiful way to end um, our kōrero and our wānanga um, for today, Ewa. If there's anything else that you want to mention um, or any other points, then that was... Well, just, you know, me tēnei ki te kaupapa, kei mui and always, you know, acknowledge you um, for your exemplary leadership in this reanga. I think every reanga we see people popping up um, who provide inspiration and that encouragement for us to see ourselves in the context of whatever the reality is for us. And when I think about, you know, the whole kaupapa of Kingitanga, Pupuru Tango te, te toto o ngā tikanga, tō tātou whenua, um, tō tātou mana Māori motuhake, uh, we saw a lot of that in the mahi that you did here. Um, and to see the continuation of the mahi that you're doing um, provides inspiration for myself, um, for a lot of people um, who see the mahi, you know, that we're all trying to do, you know, paving the way forward, creating better ways uh, for our people. So I think, you know, we already have the answers. Um, so me whakapono tātou ki a tātou ano, you know, so. Oh, kia ora, and just so my whānau knows, I didn't pay you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and he said it out of his own goodwill of his heart, whānau. So thank you all for listening. Tēnā koutou, are are taringa mai ki tēnei i pāho ara ko he whare mōwai. Kia pai tō koutou rā.
We hope you enjoyed that episode. Just a disclaimer from us. We are no housing experts. However, we are passionate about supporting rangatahi to secure safe, adequate and healthy homes.